Welcome to Below the 49th, the perspective on my neighbor to the south, Below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Charbon. Today's title, A Keystone Pipe to the Head. <sighs> With a new administration fully in power below the 49th, America remains confused, divisive, and for some in deep trepidation. Elections have consequences as a divided nation remains in a political standoff. But 80 million Democrats feel vindicated after four years of tyranny filled with lies and disrespect to the office of the president. The Biden-Harris administration was elected to return truth and honor to the Oval Office, show respect, and present a vision of a new green America determined to build back better. But most importantly, the administration's emphasis is on building unity. Yeah, unity amongst its divided, polarized citizens. This is stark contrast to 75 million other Americans, Republicans, who lost power, feel fear of radical social shift to the left, driving away from capitalism and departing from the economic America first fundamentals. They, they, they fear societal changes, changes that dilute established American values as they perceive the country dipping its toe into socialism. Within the first week of the administration, President Joe Biden signed an unprecedented 40 and counting executive orders. Even the New York Times headline stated, ease up on the executive orders, Joe. Ironic if you remember Biden's quote from 2017, you know, where he said you can't legislate through executive orders unless you're a dictator. Uh-huh. He was right. Executive orders are authoritative government decrees determined by fiat. Like dictators, you can't pass it in Congress? Make it so. They're also one-sided declarations with no objective discussion or consideration. Uh, but that was 2017, and he's president now. I mean, what's a, what's a couple of decrees? I mean, executive orders. Does anybody have another pen? I mean, one such dictatorial Biden decree triggered severe implications on both sides of the 49th parallel. It was the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline. Some context here. In 2019, the United States consumed 20 million barrels of petroleum per day. 68% of it went to gasoline to satisfy America's 391 million gallons per day of Phillips. In March of 2019, an 8 billion, that's B for billion, US dollar deal was signed with Canada and the province of Alberta to carry 830,000 barrels of oil per day, 1,209 miles from Alberta, Canada to Steel City, Nebraska. Then continuing to existing pipelines that are already built to refineries in Southern uh, America, you know, Florida, etc. Canada committed some 1.1 billion US dollars, that's US dollars, think of the 35% exchange, to the construction. And as a regulatory impediments were cleared in the US. You know, this cross-border partnership was ideal as Canada produces oil with strict environmental parameters and a joint North American oil solution promoting energy, energy self-sufficiency is an excellent prospect, particularly when U.S. refineries were experiencing diminished imports from Venezuela and Mexico. It was a good deal for both sides. As of January 2021, 124 miles had already been installed. So with all that said, you got to ask, was canceling the International Keystone Extel pipeline deal a pressing national emergency, demanding immediate action by a newly elected president? Hmm? Cancellation without consulting your partners? Hello? At the cost of billions? So I guess 10,000 armed federal troops sleeping on floors at the Capitol in Washington, D.C., U.S. cities like Portland, Seattle, Tacoma, Chicago, locked down with riots, looting, and the burning 
just slightly burning, of businesses where rampant crime, murders, and civil unrest are at unheard of rates, as simultaneously people with economic means are evacuating California and New York City. <laughs> See ya later. Shocking numbers, they're, they're, they're leaving. Oh yeah, and don't forget, this is all set in a global pandemic where the US government is attempting to vaccinate the entire population as millions are unemployed and numbers not heard of since the depression. As my dear friend John always says, hold on now so I can completely understand this. Mr. Biden, those grave social and national matters are pressing enough that you shouldn't uh, mobilize your administration? No. No, you want to pro prioritize uh, assistance to cancel a funded pipeline uh, that both Canada and the U.S. needs. No, it's not pressing, Mr. President. It's more important to signal that international deals worth billions of dollars, particularly with your closest trading partner, above the 49th are worthless. Worthless as a paper that they're written on with billions of dollars invested, now gone, down the wazoo. No, it's, it's pressing to this admission, administration to cause immediate loss of some 11,000 jobs in the U.S. and 2,000 in Canada where both sides could have over 60,000 hardworking people with calluses on their hands unemployed. Unemployed in Montana, West Virginia, South Dakota, Utah, Cal Cal Colorado, I'm getting upset, Nebraska, Wyoming, and New Mexico. Now just think, one-third of New Mexico's state budget, guess what it's based on, kids? Oil and gas production. So how's that pressing the Build Back Better button working for you? When asked what all these laid-off workers were going to do, why little Pete Buttigieg perked up and said, he thinks they'll all get good union green paying jobs. Speaking of unicorns, did you recall the American Recovery and Reinventment Act? Kind of sounds like Build Back Better, right? The American Recovery and Reinvestment Act was a democratic initiative during the Obama Biden administration, yeah, you know, that beauty featured the green high-speed California bullet train, initially estimated a cost of just $33 billion, but in 2019 it was estimated to cost over $100 billion for 200 miles of track that's still not finished. <laughs> These pesky Democrats, they love to spend on green stuff. <clears throat> Others in the Biden administration stated why the unemployment pipeline workers can retrain in the solar panel and wind sector. Hey, I remember Democrats talking about solar panels. The Solyndra solar panels ring a bell? That was in 2009 in the Obama-Biden administration. And that little Democratic gem cost America $535 million. And for the record... Currently, China has about 80% of the global solar panel manufacturing market. And true to innovation, advancement, and development, China is producing them cheaper, more efficiently, and in larger numbers, very successfully. Yep, China. Don't get me started on China. Canceling the Keystone XL pipeline is wrong. Internationally corrupt and just plain stupid. It's an immediate job killer on a massive scale when we need every possible job we can hold on to. So who's going to benefit from this asinine cancellation? Why, our friends in Russia and China and OPEC. And as a direct result, America, good news. Gas prices will go up and so will your accompanying taxes. Then some genius suggested to put the oil on trucks or even better, why not put more oil and gas on rail cars? You know, so trains could weave through small town backyards. Really? 
In Canada, we unfortunately remember the vividly the tragic combination of trains and oil. 2013, Lac Megantic, Quebec, where a 73-car freight train carrying 30,000 U.S. gallons of crude oil derailed. More than 47 people died as the town was destroyed. Or how about a little Americana for you? Moisier Air Oregon. That was only 42,000 gallons. Uh, Watertown, Wisconsin. Uh, Culbertson, Montana. Mount Carbon, West Virginia. Or Philadelphia, PA, where an 11-car oil train derailed in South Philly. Yep, President Biden canceling the Keystone XL pipeline was political. So screw you, Canada. Screw your billions of investment dollars. Screw all of you who lost jobs. <laughs> wow, such expression of unity. You know, as Marie Antoinette famously said when told her population was starving, let them eat cake. So I guess King Joe, with a stack of handy presidential executive orders and those fancy schmancy pens, will magically cancel things building back better in his kingdom with cake for the jobless pipeline workers. Finally, please click and share, and if you do, love for you to subscribe. If you leave a comment, I try to answer everyone. I thank you for those considerations, and until next time, God bless, and stay safe. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.